Hello everyone, I'm Holly. I'm Karen. This is Desmond the Bee and, and we, we are Basically Creative. Welcome back, or welcome to, I should say, mm-hmm. the podcast, which is an entirely podcast. new concept. Yeah. Our very first podcast. Thank you all for coming, if you are in fact here, and if you're no. not here, you won't know the difference. Yeah, so welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, welcome to us. If you have here made we it. are. Here we are, once again. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start off, we've had many discussions about how we're going to play this, mm-hmm. um, and we've come up with what we think is quite a good run in terms of segments and things. Yeah. So we're going to start off um, with a bit of a catch-up, because we understand that it has been, quote-unquote, a hot minute since we've been with you. A hot minute um, times, like, two and a half, going <laughs> <laughs> by the years. But yeah, a long time. So, um, Karen, would you like to get us started uh, with three wee things that have happened to you since we were last online? Um, well, um, I think the last time, in fact, I think the last time we were, no, because I did a couple of, of episodes on my own, I think, when I was talking yeah. about how I'd got into ECA and how uh, something else, I think I did my, um, I put on my one of my um, camera things and stuff on that from projects when I was in second year. So that's me now. I'm in my honours year, starting my honours year um, next week. It's the proper start. This is welcome week just now. Um, so I'm going to be working on some quite big projects, focusing on like uh, renewables and working in the community and stuff. So that's really exciting. Um, also, since we last spoke, I got a boyfriend! Which I'm really excited She's about. so cute. She's so cute, my boyfriend! Um, and I also sort of um, acquired um, another child, which is deeply exciting. <laughs> um, which I acquired with my my life partner, <laughs> my lovely team. So uh, my family has grown. My family of three is now a family of five, although um, part time, I suppose, because there's quite a distance between us. But it's not like it's not it's not unmanageable. It's just like you know, like an hour's worth of travelling. But mm. like that's been what two years now. Um, the the hours worth of traveling is nothing. That's great. And also I got the puppy! Yay! Because very sadly, very, very sadly, November last year, Freya passed away. Um, she was 13. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she'd been having some peeing problems and I'd taken her to the vet mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, she's got quite a big mass in her chest and, and her liver's, um, really inflamed and they were watching her like yeah we're fairly certain she's got cancer and she kind of did okay over the summer after that she was fine but then it got to kind of like September October um and she was really struggling and I, they started to let me take her to uni um and then they were putting her on painkillers and stuff and she just wasn't it just wasn't enough and I wasn't having her in pain so we had to say goodbye to her in November so that was really sad um, we're still all kind of struggling from that wee bit uh, but I just happened to be sort of fall into the situation where a friend of a friend 
had puppies that were due. Um, the the getting on their waiting list was kind of it didn't really happen, but I sort of fell into a different one. I don't even know how. Um, I just managed to kind of fit into a space where somebody had vacated the space and ended up um, being able to go and and choose a little Tibetan terrier puppy. So she is now eight months old and she's a maniac. Um, but I'll talk more about her later because I've talked long enough and it's Holly's turn. Yay! Okay, so since we have last spoken, I moved flat. I don't know if I was living in my first flat when I was last in a basically creative video. I may have yes. been. So I moved yes. to Aberdeen. You did. And then, and I was living in a flat. And that flat was terrible, but that is a topic for another day. It was New Year, uh, so you definitely were there. Yes, I definitely was there. So I lived alone in a flat in Torrey. Um, and then I thought to myself, this is not an ideal living situation, <laughs> which again is a good topic for another day because I kind of went through this saga with me. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought I shall move somewhere else. And I moved into my current flat, which I love very much. Um, in that time also, I had just started... I had just done my first semester when we did a video in the in the new year time, um, which is great English, Holly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I just started my degree um, and I have just finished um, my communication design BA with honours. Um, so yeah, I'm very proud of me. Uh, a really great time. I know to be graduating is in the middle of a pandemic. Um, <laughs> lots of job opportunities there, but I shall bide my time and you in the meantime make lots of content. So terribly, like you were supposed. To, when it comes to design schools and stuff, we're really supposed to have like a big, big, like going away thing. So like, there's a big, massive. Um, event where people are invited to come and see all your fourth year work and stuff and and you're hoping to get like job opportunities and whatnot. And you you guys totally like our fourth years as well got totally shafted by this. So we're gonna pandemic. have to this'll be a good topic for another day as well. It will, which, yeah, um, yeah. I should write down. Um I'm gonna take a, a short take a little note because I won't remember. <laughs> fourth year pandemic. Years experience mm-hmm. in my little top slash part of my third, third year pandemic experience. Slash, slash third year yeah because I'm a year behind you I'll have a bit Indeed. of a delay there. Uh, so I completed my degree and I also got a dog and she's called Yay. Scamp and she is the smallest most horrendous monster but I love her to bits she's not horrendous <laughs> she's the cutest little She's adorable. And they're both um, black and tan, which is kind of odd. Which is so weird. We looked at our dogs and we were like, oh, they match. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine's is slightly bigger and fluffy and yours is smaller and fluffy. She's she's very small and very fluffy. And, um, I love her. She's two. Uh, I got her the summer after that last video in June. So you did. I got her. Because mm-hmm. um, my wee dog Poppy had been very old and very frail and passed away, which was very sad. But um, again, she was old, and there's not much you can do other yeah. than love them. Yeah. Until they pass. Um, but moving on from the sad topics mm-hmm. of past pets, uh, we're going to talk about in our next segment, which is coming up now. But mm-hmm. we need to come up with some music for that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we need to yeah, come up with some music for that. that. 
This section is called Media of the Week. We're going to talk about media that we enjoy this week. Obviously, it's been a while since you've last seen us. Yeah. So we kind of allowed ourselves to just talk about anything that we were obsessed with right now. Yeah. Um, without the construct, the constraint, I should say, of a full week previous. We could go as far back as we wanted as long yeah. as we still liked the thing yeah, yeah. and wanted to talk about it. However, next week we will only be talking about things that have conspired between the previous seven days. Yes. Um, and if there's so, nothing can, that has extra conspired within the previous seven days, then it would be more um, stuff we're working on specifically rather than... Yes, and we like, can expound oh, upon things extra. that we... Yes, we can expound upon things that we loved the previous week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so do you want to go first or should I? Uh, I'll go first. I will go first. Go on then, babe. Woo! Um, I just got a Kindle Oasis, which um, mm. seems like a horrendously extortionate outfit, and it is, um, but <laughs> Amazon's letting me pay in five payments, so woo! Um, that's not li- literally the only reason I got it. Um, well, actually, it's not the only reason I got it. The reason I got it is because it has a warm light setting which I feel is better for my eyes because I was feeling like the white light setting was dazzling to me at night when Mm. that's when I wanted to read it and that's why I had like Mm. the Kindle Voyage originally so that I had a I had a light in it um but I mean it like like it's bigger but it's lighter and Oh my god, I just love it so much. Um, it, it, it instead of having like pretend buttons where it's like it's flush and it's like all pretty and it's just got like a faint line, like the Kindle Voyage has mm-hmm. got like faint lines for the for the back forward buttons. And you you sort of press over it and it gives you a wee bit of haptic feedback, and that way you know the button's been pressed. But it's quite unresponsive, really. So what they've done with the Kindle Oasis, because um, they now don't make the Voyage, they've just got the Paperwhite and the, o- the Oasis, because it was the Voyage, then the Oasis, the first gen was made, and then they started making better Paperwhites and got rid of the Voyage, because then there was no need for the Voyage. Um, so I'm getting rid of my mouse because it keeps connecting and disconnecting my computer which is very confusing um so <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the, the, they've now gone back to clicky buttons which is the best thing ever oh my god because they're a i love a clicky button so comfortable right perfect placement and it's a bit weird because you've got a top button and a bottom button which will work the top button is set to page forward and the bottom button is set to page back, which I didn't like because I like to hold it at the bottom, so my thumb is at the bottom button. So you can change the way the buttons work. But also, you can turn it upside down and it automatically flips the page. So if you're a lefty... That's fabulous. And it automatically switches the buttons as well. So if you're a lefty, you just you just use it. You, know, you don't have to do anything, which is awesome. Um... I love it so much. See, the reason oh gutting news from my end, and you went through this saga with me at the time, I believe. Um, I used to, I had like one of the original Kindles. Oh, you did with the, um, the keyboard. With the keyboard yeah. on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember when things had to have buttons because we didn't have touch Kindle. 
It was the second gen Kindle, so it wasn't the one that was like a keyboard. Yeah, yeah. It was like a horrible. The original Kindle was like a a very thin brick, yeah. And then they sort of did lovely things and tapered it at the edges and gave it that nice textured Mm -hmm. thing on the screen and on the. I loved it. and I got one for Christmas because my mum was sick to death of buying me books. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I found it the other a few, a few weeks ago and I got so excited that I messaged you immediately. I was right. like, Karen, I found my old Kindle. <laughs> um, because I have um, an Amazon Fire, but it's not the same, is it? It's not just a tablet, which I think is a bit annoying. Yeah. Um, I want a specific experience when I'm doing a specific thing and having an e-reader that is pleasant to mm-hmm. feel and hold is very important to me um, on the basis that having a book that is pleasant to feel and hold is very important yeah. to me also. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I really just want to return um, to the heart of my soul, which is um, the the original Kindle with its tactility. Mm-hmm. And I found it after many weeks of searching and uh it didn't turn on anymore and I went online and I tried all these different things and I was like I just I just want to use my kindle (laughs) and I eventually found out that um it's battery dead so the battery no longer connects or works Mm -hmm. which is devastating because I was so excited to use it again um and have some of the books that I had on it because I don't have them anymore as ebooks because you can't re-download them um Mm. And I was put off of having the paper wipe because I don't want something that doesn't have buttons. Yeah. And I don't think the paper wipe has buttons, or at least as far as I saw it didn't have buttons. I don't remember. And I also like the idea of the keyboard. Yeah. Because the keyboard, the buttons on the keyboard. Um, Clicky buttons are, are the best. Bumps. They're so sad, is it? They, they do that, like, popping a pee out of the pod yeah. sensation. Well, um. That's the primality of loving a clicky button is feeling a pee pop out of a pot. Don't know if you'll be able to hear this, but Oh, I can hear it, that's wonderful. It's just it me like the ASMR. perfect click. Click it into the microphone, please. Oh did it did I not do that? Where... Not on your headphones, you didn't. Is it do thing? it in the the laptop mic. Oh am I? Yeah. Who knows? Um well, I can't hear it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like best. I got a chill from that. It's the best. Part. That little, but it's like, oh, it's just the, and it's actually like like budget paperback screen size, and they've changed yeah. it. It's no longer a plastic screen; it is glass, but it is still like not glare. I love the anti-glare, the kind of matte screen, and it's nice to feel as well, the matte screen. And it's screen. got a power button at the top, so you don't accidentally press it when you're holding it in the bottom. That was the most annoying thing, because you'd hold it in your hand, and then it would you had that slidey button, yes. and then it suddenly would go off, and you'd be like, yep. excuse yep. me. I mean, if you're was a lefty, in the middle you might possibly something. press it, but because they've moved it to the side, you probably won't. <coughs> But you might possibly. God bless you. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a good job I didn't thing. sneeze. Ah! So, um, <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> it's just so cute. I love it. And it has this, like, um, I got this super cool, um, like, origami type case thing. So I can just, like, 
sit it upright and I don't have to hold it if I'm sitting at the table and it's just like that's just nice not to have to like prop it up against something and then it slides a bit place and, you know I really want to get one now what an I've seen yours and I've heard yeah I've heard the clicky buttons and I just really want them Holly it's so good so but I got the because I've got a lot of audible books I got the 32 gig one um, which is 250 so you can get your audio pounds. files on it oh. um but I'm paying it in five payments of like fifty two quid, which is fine. So that's fine. Like when I bought my Hoover, it cost more than that monthly, and I managed that just fine with my student loan. <laughs> Thank you, university. Um, so, but the see the thing is right. The reason that I decided to get it was because I was like, right, I'm going to be using it more because I'm going to download a whole load of textbooks on it because I am not spending like one book for uni can be anything from fiver to 40 quid and I'm like do you know mm-hmm. what if I can find a pdf version I'm having it so I was like right I'm going to be using it constantly I think I want to upgrade it now you know um so I did <laughs> a little bit self-indulgent mm-hmm. but you know so yeah, that was that's that's my first media thing. Um I think you should tell me yours and then I can okay. tell you another one if we have enough time. Okay. But we might just go on to the next topic. Because I talked about that for so, an awful long time. <laughs> that's all right. You were excited about it. I know. Uh so I want to talk about it's not media that I have been enjoying, it is pending media, it is media news. Yes. Um, well I've got one of them. For those <laughs> <laughs> for those nerds um who like a bit of manga in particular shoujo manga um i if you haven't heard of hori maya go friggin read it it's great it's really cute it's one of my faves um i could wax lyrical about it but maybe that's a topic for another day mm. uh my friend topic for the draw I feel. last night yes i love hori maya it's the cutest um and my friend messaged me the other night and said holly i have good news for you and i said friggin finally and she said uh horimaya is getting its own anime and sent me a proving screenshot and it is coming out in january and i have never been so excited about anything in my life i'm so excited it's gonna be great <laughs> i've never um, read it so you're gonna have to point me in the direction it's, it's so cute it's about um i'll do a little synopsis it's that classic um especially shoujo manga trope of like a person is one thing in public and another thing in private yeah. um so it stars Hori-san and Miyamura I guess it should be Mia Hori Mia but um Hori-san and Miyamura-kun and um Hori in school is like a very um extroverted person she's very popular she's very pretty she wears makeup and she does her hair every morning and she goes and hangs out with these popular friends and then she goes home and her parents are basically complete absentees Mm. and she is the mother to her younger brother and she does all the shopping and she gets excited over uh, sales on eggs um, (laughs) don't we all babe and um she cleans the house and she makes dinner every night and she makes sure that Sota her younger brother does his homework and she's this very sensible mothering figure and she never goes out after school um but in school she almost acts like this 
kind of pretty frivolous person right and then there's Miyamura and in school he's this like recluse he's like a neat he has long hair and he wears big glasses and he never he always wears the winter uniform and people are always like he's a freak how is he not too hot to be wearing that in the summer and out of school he is and he has no friends god bless him (laughs) um and uh out of school he's like this rocker vibe kind of guy he works in his parents bakery mm-hmm. and um Hori hears about like this hot guy who works in this bakery and she doesn't know that it's him because uh, he wears his hair back and clips it up and he has piercings all the way up his ears which is why he has long hair to hide them in school oh, right. and um he has his lip pierced but he has to take it out and he has tattoos which is why he always has to wear the long uniform because um tattoos equal yakuza association mm. uh, if you're in japan don't know how he got them mind because he's meant to be like 17 years old yeah <laughs> um but it's really sweet because they end up connecting on a level wherein they can't show people in school who they are outside yeah. of school um and then they introduce all these other characters who have quite complex feelings um towards each other um and who are going through like their first kind of twinges of love and heartache and stuff like that and it's very sweetly handled but it's also really funny mm-hmm. um you must so send really me a excited. link to this immediately i will send you a link to this i will link it also in the podcast oh, good idea. Yeah, that that. My, my just i'll just say just now well well holly's piping that up for us um that anything we're talking about or any deals that we say or any any things that we just randomly talk about um, if you want to know any more about any of the stuff, we will link everything that is linkable down in the description. So, like the Kindle, Kindle Oasis and, and the manga that um, Holly's talking about, um, you know, like stuff like that, we'll, we'll stick in the description. So I'm especially excited for this. Um, should be because I want to see how they handle the voices of the characters mm-hmm. um, because it's mentioned sometimes in the manga that Miyamura has like a almost a feminine voice mm-hmm. um, or like a pretty voice I guess mm-hmm. which is really funny and I want to see how they handle that if they just have a guy who just has a guy's voice and they slightly ignore that or if they really go for that uh-huh. um, I'm very excited because yeah. they're quite complex characters as well and I want to see how that's handled um, okay in different ways and i want to hear the opening i'm interested i need to read this manga i haven't read manga it's It's so so long oh my god it's been ages it's one of my faves Mm. and if anyone wants me to do a top five that would be a good video oh that would be a good five manga and i do fan art for each one yes oh i'd love to do hori maya fan art oh i'm gonna do that i must write it down yes write it down um i don't know hori maya but i will join in with the fan art um if and when I have read <laughs> I want to read it. I will read it like immediately it. upon the end of this podcast. <laughs> I will be at it. There are a lot of chapters, so I don't I get it if you don't get through it all the way. This is a good reason for me to get caught up because I've been waiting to stock up a couple of chapters yeah. so I can have a little binge session. Yeah. Um, oh, the weekend uh-huh. comes. So Holly. Oh. The weekend coming. Gonna... And I start uni next January. week, so I have to like just have my my wild fling this weekend. <laughs> so I start my classes yes. next weekend. Next week. How exciting! So I'm very hyped for the Hori Maya exactly. anime. Um, do you want to talk about another piece of media? Yes, I can. 
Um, I um, currently remodeling my mum's kitchen. Oh, no, wait, mm. that's creativity of the week. Duh. I'll talk about <laughs> that in a minute. I don't know why I've got those things mixed Stay up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned in a moment when we'll talk about that. I, like you, am looking forward for a piece of um, thing coming in, uh, mm. which is actually Luminar AI. I'm so excited because... I already have Luminar, oh my god, I've got Luminar 3 and 4, right, because I bought them before Luminar 4 came out, I bought the package where I could have Luminar 4, but I would also get Luminar 3 immediately, so it was like a pre-order plus the one that was already currently out. Um, Luminar AI is a brand new program. (laughs) She knows what she likes, kids. Right. Well, basically, right, see, the thing is, I moved away from Adobe apps because I was like, oh, my God, I am paying so much every month. Even on the student one, it's like 20-odd quid at least. And I'm like, Mm. oh, can I afford it? Um, So then I was like, right, I'm going to use my student loan this year immediately to buy the Affinity apps because the Affinity apps are a one payment thing and then they're constantly updated. Um, so I've got Affinity Photo, which is Photoshop equivalent. I've got Affinity Designer, which is the AI equivalent. I've got Affinity Publisher, which is the um, what's it called? InDesign. InDesign equivalent. That's the one. Um, but I didn't have... The Affinity doesn't have, like, a Lightroom equivalent. And I was like, oh, that's the one I use most often because I am mental about doing my photography. So I looked into it and I looked into it and I looked into it and I happened upon Luminar, which is... Oh, my God. It is so much better than Lightroom. Like, ridiculously so much better. Like, it even has, like, it's got an AI engine within it. So, a lot of it, like, if you're in a hurry, if you're not, like, a professional photographer, if you, I mean, you can still use it as a professional photographer, obviously, but a lot of the time, professional photographers, it's the only thing they're doing, mostly. So, they have a lot more time to sit and play with all the settings exactly how they want them. If you're more of a leisure photographer that is, like, on the on the higher end of leisure where you would maybe do some packages for your pals but really you're not working as a photographer, kinda like me, yeah. then you you welcome that AI engine if you're in a hurry. And it's got like a slider that just like it it's very, very, very powerful. It's really good. And mm. it is the world's first fully AI driven photo application. And I am so excited. What did I say when you told me this just before we started the podcast? I know all of those words individually. I know, right? <laughs> it's basically, it is a an artificially it is an artificial intelligence program, a complete artificial intelligence with one purpose, which is photo editing. So you basically, it, it's like it's not just enhanced by artificial intelligence for like this little one slider the entire thing is run by artificial intelligence 
Um, mm. I can't say much about it because I don't know all of the ins and outs. A lot of the things are going to be spoken about in the proper launch, but I managed to get a pre-order that was very, very, very reduced because obviously I've got Luminar 3 and Luminar 4. Um, mm. And I'm just so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> feel, feel free to hear more about that whenever it comes out, because I doubt Karen will be able to. Like, so I'll be, I'll be defending myself, and I'll just be like a whole word mush will come out. So links, I'm pointing down. I don't know why. Links below. You're pointing down as if anyone can see you. I know, right? <laughs> okay, so I have um, two more things, which will be quite quick, and then we're done. Uh, I would like to bring Karen's alarm to your attention. Yeah, well, just ignore me because I am um, pressing on buttons on my watch. I was trying to put it on theatre mode so that it doesn't keep dinging. Because my oh dear, my lovely partner is asking me if I want to watch a movie right now, and I'm like, oh no, I'm busy with everything. Um, <laughs> but I will just not write this very second. Anyway, okay, so. Podcast time, let's go. Uh, <laughs> first of all, um, I'm still listening. I say still as if anybody who's listening to this other than Cadden knows. Uh, I'm still listening to Divinely Uninspired to a hellish extent, like I need it to breathe, because it's a fabulous album. And uh, my favourite song on it is... My favourite songs in it are Forever and Headspace. Um, they are the best songs. Um, if you don't know... Uh, this is Louis Capaldi's album. Um, we love him dearly. He's great. His tone is beautiful. Um, you have heard his songs if you have been alive. But yeah, uh, it's, it's someone you like played to death everywhere. And do you know what? Never got tired and of covered it. over and over again. Yeah. No, I've never been tired of it. Yeah. But he did um, someone you loved. He did bruises. Mm-hmm. He did um, Grace. Mm-hmm. What's the other one that of his that got really big? I can't remember. Um, uh, they're all on the album. Uh, well, well, you wait. Hold me while you wait. Yeah, hold me, hold me while you wait. Um, so those four songs are the ones that have been played to death in the uh, on the radio. My favorite song is the last one on the album, which is called Headspace. Um, it's just a really lovely song, and it's like kind of evokes that yearning of, like to me anyway, of not being entirely sure how someone feels about you, but inviting them to be part of your life. Um, so it's a very sweet song. Mm-hmm. Um. And I love it. Uh, and I love that album. And lastly, I have to bring to your attention a, a short but completely engaging YouTube video of the week. And this might become a thing that I do every week, but uh, Karen had to go and put her children to bed and I was given time to be on my own for five minutes. <laughs> and I went onto YouTube. You say that was, like we're never apart. We're not. That's, that's true. We're doing it <laughs> even when you're in Aberdeen and I'm, I'm in Levy, so you know. So I was on my own while she put her children to bed and I went on YouTube and the first thing in my recommendation was five system of a down riffs on a hurdy-gurdy. Oh, <laughs> it's, oh it's a fabulous video. You must like this. I, that, that title alone warrants a watch. I'm just putting that in my notes. Uh, yeah, and it's by... It's either Michelina or Michelina or Michelina. <laughs> Sorry, Mal- you're not pronouncing Malis. your name right. It's spelled M I C H A L I N A. 
space and then her surname is m-a-l-i-s-z don't ask me how to say that i'm so sorry but your video with the hurdy-gurdy was fabulous and i was an instant subscriber and now i want to see everything on the hurdy-gurdy because i've legitimately never seen one before in my life and it made me so what excited and pleased. Fact, no. it's like it looks like a yes I... okay i won't even don't, describe no, it don't don't please say that's leave not one for... of your things for me to guess because i would never guess that no, okay, good. no, never. Uh, <laughs> no, no. This, this is again, this is coming. Stay tuned for later. <laughs> okay, so next topic. That's a PewDiePie thing, I think. Okay. Uh, so now we're going to talk about um, our creativity of the week, yes. or indeed creativity of the right now. Yes. Um, these are things that we are exploring creatively, be them school Working or on. uni or work. Yeah. Um, things that make us excited, things that we have been engaging our time with. Karen, please introduce us to one of your things. Um, going first again. Um, jumping it <laughs> on me, Holly, like like a jumpity thing. Um, I'm really I'm helping my mother model her kitchen. Um, because she needs you are. Um, she needs plans for um a joiner. Uh, and I'm being all creative because I like doing the the, the, uh, the architecturally things and furniture and stuff. That was very Bmax of you. Well, thank you. (laughs) 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 It was a bit. Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm working in a few apps that we're going to have in the upcoming video it's going to be like a what's on my iPad, and I will talk very much about some of my brand new apps um, that I'm using to work on my mum's kitchen. Um, and that, however, um, I'm using apps which um, some apps that I've had previously, like Concepts and Shaper 3D. Actually, I actually haven't used Shaper 3D for this. I've used a different one that I'm paying monthly for, but I feel it is worth the money. Um, because it's very powerful. It's like a 3D sketching app. So like, you can, you can do all the things like in SketchUp where you can like, create the 3D model and use push-pull tools and stuff. But you can also sketch on a plane and then go to a different plane and sketch. So you can actually sketch in 3D space, um, which is mm-hmm. awesome. So I'll I'll show that in the video thing, but that's kind of what I'm using. Um, other things I'm working on currently, working in my own time really is on the 100 Faces Challenge that you're supposed yeah. to do in like 10 days. And there's no way because I'm not like classically artistically trained. I'm not that kind of person. Like I didn't start doing, like I always drew, um, but I was a science and then went to, I was a science, of course. I did (laughs) science based, like science, maths, English. Um, So I went to do equine science first before I was a riding instructor. And obviously this is all, changing career so I didn't start properly drawing again until Holly and I met at college um which was what 2014 2014 no 2015 2015 2015 um yes 
End so, of 2015. It was. It was the end of 2015. So, you know, I've not been doing, like, technical drawings and stuff for a massive amount Gosh, of time. we've known each other for five years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Have you just realised there? <laughs> the fact that I've aged has just hit me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Think how I feel. I'm, like, 14 years older than you had. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm working on 100 faces to try and improve my drawing but I'm doing it in my own time because I have all the things to do um, also working a lot in traditional stuff which I haven't done for ages because there was just so many things and I, I just didn't have the time so I moved to work in pretty much all digital but now I'm like really enjoying having sketchbooks and painting and doing a whole load of that stuff again um, yeah because there's an element of tactility to that yes the smells and the textures and the, yeah, and the collages and working in all different mediums. And, like, even even the, you're working in paint. So you just have to wait till it dries before you do the next bit. It's not like, oh, yeah. I've done a paint texture next layer. You actually it's a deliberate. I did an, el- um, an element. I did an essay on this. Mm. Um, I talked about um, do artists look like there are, and one of the things I looked at was how, um, the act of drawing or creating um, something affects the brain yeah. and it's meditative because you regret, well you don't regress but you use basically if you're in a deep state of drawing mm-hmm. um, or creating if you're entranced in that you're using only the parts of your brain that you would otherwise use by sleeping so it's almost like meditation Yeah. so the act of especially with traditional art having to deliberately slow yourself down and go I have to be patient because if I'm not patient I'm going to make a mistake and I have to go slow because if I don't go slow this isn't going to this pen isn't going to put out the thing that I want it to or you know and I have to keep my hand steady and I have to concentrate and this is a very slow process it's an enjoyable process and I'm not bored but it has to be slow and I deliberately have to slow my brain down in order to complete it as a set of actions that really makes and i have to wait in between it does it's a thinking it's a very in the moment thing Mm -hmm. because you're making decisions on the final aesthetic of a thing and you have to be thinking about your materials Mm -hmm. and your subject matter and composition and lighting very much Um, so it takes a lot of fullness as well i feel it is yeah it's quite mindful because you have to be in the moment of I'm doing this right now and I can't really get distracted. You can, but if you're working on something very hard, you're like just you're just working on it. Yeah. Yeah. And there are times when I'm drawing and I'm so in my head, I can't even listen to music. I'm like, I'm too much I'm concentrating on this. I can't even hear the music. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's one of those things and it's very helpful. Yeah, I feel so. I feel so. I can't speak. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I no. I'm I'm getting really uh, I don't know I watched I cannot for the life of me remember who it was now I watched remember I told you I was watching like a random YouTube channel came up on my um recommended list and I was like oh I'll have a look at this and I just was like oh, I just have I take I messaged you and I was like I have just got the deepest 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 pool to just go out and buy sketchbooks and just 
start mm. sketching again like immediately. I remember you saying it, and I, was but like, I don't remember who it was. I have to do it, I have to do it. I must look back and see who, because I'm sure I sent you a link, so I'll scroll back like a million, billion, billion scrolls. Because we talk too much. It's not too much. You can never talk too much to your Although history, but we like, usually relegate ourselves to the phone nowadays, so that's more helpful in yes. terms of finding stuff in a chat. Yes. So I'll I'll have a good scroll back and see what um yeah what what sorry I was getting distracted by Big Daddy Long Um, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. She will scroll back and find that link, and we will, if we find it. I will, it, I will add it, it because obviously notes. it got me dead excited. So there was something about it that was like, oh, must do things. Um, so I did, and, and I'm loving working on that again. Um, I mean, I'm also trying to figure out other ways of creating digital sketchbooks because I've done a lot of like digital bits and bobs, and I'm like, I feel like I've not got a sketchbook because I'm now working in a sketchbook, I would quite like to have an actual sketchbook that that works as a sketchbook actually on on my yeah. iPad. So I've been there using used to be what there used to be an application that I used where it was literally it would show you that it in sketchbooks. I wonder if I can find that again. Mm. Well, I'm using I don't use it now. One called Xenia, which is basically like mm. a journaling app. Again, it'll be in the upcoming video. But I have basically made a journal that is blank. Um, and I'm basically just putting the drawings in as though I've drawn them in it. And then I'm mm. going to be writing next to them and stuff. So, like, I'm basically creating... I'm basically creating... Um, <laughs> <laughs> was that belated there Holly I realised that after I said it and then I got distracted by the fact that I realised that I said I was basically creating um, oh my god right aye I was basically creating, we're basically this online creating... Sketchbook, online, a digital mm. sketchbook that I can like properly flip through the pages so I was really enjoying that and that's my creativity of the week yay Woo! well done Holly's uh, my creativity of the week <laughs> Um, I'm quite widespread actually. Yeah. Uh, I've got. We had a short conversation on the phone about crochet, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I really want to crochet something. I haven't crocheted anything in ages, so I crocheted a crop top." <laughs> you did. Because <laughs> I was like, like "I will crochet right now," and it was immediately made. And I was like, "Wow! Like, did you just not stop?" <laughs> <laughs> no, you because I, it's nice it. having something to do with my hands. Yes. Um, but I only had one ball of wool in the house, so I had to think of something small. Yeah. I don't have any more wool and my hands are still itching to do something. Mm. And I've been trying to think of how to buy more online without spending loads of money. But I'll send you some. I've got, I've got oodles. I have a massive big, like black bag worth of wool. Um, If you've got a couple in the same colour that you think would suit me. Oh yeah, I've got a whole pack. Mum gave me tons. Because I want to make... Um, I've also got the the fluffy wool. (laughs) You know that stuff that you make baby like baby plants with the teddy the, bear. Like, yeah, stuff. yeah, I've got that teddy bear will. Oh, I love yes. that. I've got this. So it's not a pattern, right? But you know this about me is that one of the things that my brain is quite good at is um making up yeah. crochet patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw the a picture of a jumper, and it said the pattern was free. And then I went on the website, and Pinterest bleeding lied to me because it wasn't it free. It's not free at all. It costs like. 17 dollars and i was like 
I was like, like I'm sorry. Sex, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, exactly. If it was like a fiver, I'd mm. be like, all right, that's fair enough. But it looks pretty easy. So do you know what I'm going to do is just date myself. Just, just, get, yeah. <laughs> just find all the I'm different gonna, views yeah. on it and be like, I'll work it out. Well, I can see, like, yeah, it shows in the picture. It's just a woman in this. It's kind of cropped. Mm. But it's um one of the ones, like the one that I made, where it's kind of chevrony, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Like the um, the the rows go up, down, up, down, yeah. up, down, up, down. So it's like little ziggy zaggies. Yeah. And that's easy. And the shape of it's quite easy. Front back And it's loops. just got, yeah, front back loops. And then, like, the sleeves are the same. So all I have to do is stop and continue on for the sleeves. Yeah. And then I just have to put it into the round at the end mm-hmm. and go around to make the cuffs and make the cuffs, like, half the width of the, um, half the width of the sleeve. Yeah. I'll just do half as many stitches as I have rows mm-hmm. and then it'll have a nice cuffed sleeve yeah. and it has the same cuffing at the waist so it's flipping easy peasy I don't have to pay 17 quid for that exactly. I can quite happily do it myself yeah. but I do need lots of balls of wool okay <laughs> so cool well if you have any well you're going to be here <laughs> soon. you're going to be here soon so you can have you're a date so to what I've got and see mm. Yay. yes very exciting cool Cool. So that's one thing I've been doing. Yes. I've been crocheting again uh, because my hands love a job. I wanted to get doing it as well the minute you mentioned it and then I couldn't, I didn't have time to look out my crochet hooks. So. Oh, bless. I know you were raking around for them and you were like, I don't I have any hooks, Holly. I am going to look for them though because I think for some of the some of my uni projects, I'm going to crochet tree cozies. Oh, I love that. You know, and there's like, a couple in Aberdeen. Outside the school, there's this massive big tree, and it's like you know how like um, uh, Andy Pandy. Do you remember the tree in Andy Pandy? Andy Pandy, like yes. a big willow tree, but this this tree isn't a willow tree. Mm. But the the branches kind of hang down like that. And there's a big space underneath it. So I'm going to ask the school mm. and the council if my, I can do some of my project there and build some some bits and bobs for the kids and do like um I'll maybe see if I can get re uh reclaimed rope and crochet like stuff for them to sit on, like macrame um stuff and hang it off the tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm hijacking your crochet things, but it just No, no, I'm loving it. Um <laughs> These are all meant to be conversation starters. Uh, another thing I've been doing, I believe at your insistence, uh, is recording some of my yes. songs and some covers. Um, and, and you totally just, did it's want to. Me. You've got the bug now, and I'm so pleased because you absolutely <laughs> are made for this trap. You are just like, you are so made to sing. It's not even funny. It's not. I really only did like, it because I am you your asked. biggest fan. Oh, and I will always be your you. biggest fan. Yay! But like, like, put it this way: you guys will be first to know when her SoundCloud account goes properly live. When I actually like make her um, release, because I think you need like seven at least. I would say twelve would be great, but Mm. between seven and twelve songs. And then order them and then get them on SoundCloud as an album, I feel. Yeah. So I've recorded two. Yeah. Because, yeah. and that doesn't sound like a lot, but I have been slowly working on the other ones because I've written um, 
think about 25 mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm slowly working through um, my backlog of songs not all of them are finished so I'm going back to them and seeing do I feel anything in terms of the lyrics of this that I yeah. could add on uh, I'm trying I'm trying my best not to force it because I don't want anything to feel forced I just want yeah. it to be that the song is embodying whatever I'm trying to say about mm-hmm. it and if I've finished what I've had to say about it then I'll leave it mm-hmm. half done maybe I'll make half a song doesn't matter um and I know you're very conscious of trying not to do them too close together because you're feeling like you're making them sound the same. Yes. Um, by I have doing the them close um, together. same melody syndrome, mm. uh, or I feel like I do. So I'm trying to. From um, the turn you've recorded sleep. so far, you don't. But um, oh, that's fine. like I get what you're saying, that you feel mm-hmm. like you're. You know, a wee bit of space between them maybe is a good thing at this sort of point in time. And I don't claim to be um, a talented musician. I'm, <laughs> I can play enough guitar to play chords through songs that I know or songs that I've written. I'm not doing any fancy riffs or anything of that description at all. I barely even pluck, you know, I just want to play my chords. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's purely on me because I never worked hard enough to be good at it like that because I feel like what I have is enough for my own purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people might call that lazy. It probably is, but I'm self-taught. And at a point I reached, I just went, I think I know enough now. Yeah. I'm not an expert, but I know enough. It's for um, your own enjoyment happy. though, Holly. And, and it's, yeah, exactly. Like it's pointless if it's not for your own enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Like why? Why create it? Because there's no joy in it if you don't do it for you, you know. And I think mm-hmm. that's where a lot of musicians fall down. You get a lot of one-hit wonders and stuff because they're like, "Oh, we'll do the thing and we'll get all the money and it'll be amazing." And then it's all either they're singing songs that they don't like or like there's not actually a spark because they just want the pennies. And really, it's yeah. it's all about expressing yourself and enjoying expressing yourself and then having deep satisfaction over not only portraying your feelings in the songs the exact way that you want them to, but then realising that the feelings that you've poured into that have been pulled and portrayed through the people who listen, whoever you happen to share it with. You may share it with nobody. Better share it with me. Mm-hmm. But you may share it with nobody. <laughs> you know, it's totally up to you. know that I do. You know, it's for your own enjoyment. And I, I know it. you're always the first person to hear. Yay! This is a point of pride for Karen. Because she's the first person to hear. I, I love it so much. <laughs> Yay! I think that's all I have in terms of creativity. But you've been working a lot on those things, though. Mm. Like mine's is all like small but many, whereas yours is more like less but more intense currently. Yeah. And I've got my, I have my sketchbook that I've been slowly starting to work on again. I made a messy mm-hmm. sketchbook um, because my friend made one and she said it really helped to free her up in terms of not trying to always make art that's good and just instead trying to make art full stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I now have a messy sketchbook and it's got that's very thin, thing. rubbishy pages, which means that I don't have the pressure of completing a drawing. I can just do a sketch and be like, blah, and actually one of the rules. for it as well. Yeah, it's from Lidl. Here it is. Oh, that's pretty. I'm showing Cadden. It's pretty. Um, but it's like meant to be a notebook rather than a sketchbook. Uh-huh. So it's got very Beautiful fluffy pages. um 
This is okay, a great idea. I'm also challenging myself. I must do this. Isn't it fabulous? Uh-huh. This is a great um, idea. And so... And it's got loads of pages in it, which means that I can just keep going, which doesn't pressure me. Because my thing is I get pressured to finish sketchbooks. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, if I haven't finished loads of sketchbooks, what kind of artist am I? And you just so thing. many images oh. per page. My God. <laughs> yeah. So, and I've also been challenged myself to only draw in pen, which you know, especially and to only draw in ballpoint pen, which you know I absolutely hate mm. <laughs> and uh, I find it so annoying because as soon as you've done one wrong line you're like well, well it's there forever and I can't rub it out yeah but it's good for me to have to commit and to not be able to retract yeah and also if you do ballpoint well which is not something that I can do yet but I'm trying uh, if you do ballpoint well, you can use it to get a lot of tones and textures. Mm. I just need to get into the headspace of using it correctly um, and stop relying on pencils and erasers. Because if even if I did use a pencil and an eraser in that sketchbook, I would tear the pages up in no time because they are not meant to be erased on mm -hmm. a whole bunch. Um, so I think that's all we have for creativity of the week. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on now to our main topic today. Um, <laughs> also, it's our main topic. Yeah, we're going to have less time talking about this because we've been like, ah, the creative thing. It's more of a specific <laughs> topic that we wanted to bring to the limelight rather than a main topic, yes. I feel. Well, today so this in element. Mm -hmm. So this element of the show is changeable. Every week we will have a different topic. Some weeks we will revisit old topics and bring new points on them. Yeah. Uh, this is just something that we want to talk about. Uh, and today we really want to talk about plus size clothing. Yes. We are women, yeah. if you had not noticed. And we are, um, shall we say, voluptuous women. <laughs> and uh, we rely upon um, the good graces of supermarket um and clothing shops Indeed. which provide clothes that are big enough to handle our assets in whatever form they may take. <laughs> I totally misheard you there for a second and I was like that. Uh, the large derriere. Um. <laughs> I knew you were having that. Uh, but no, I'm a lot more diplomatic in my language Indeed. than that. Um, <laughs> so it's one of those things, you've probably heard it before, Mm -hmm. super like they don't make clothes for this type of body and it's no. true certain shops with their certain designers mm -hmm. it just depends on the designer of the clothes to be perfectly frank a lot of um, them, yeah. they're designed for different body types mm -hmm. and generally the most common body type that is designed for is thin flat chest um, no bum coat hangery um, because you look on a catwalk and everything that's on a catwalk is real thin, mm -hmm. which there is nothing I have an issue with. However, it shows in my mind a lack of imagination mm -hmm. because if all you're looking for is a pole to hang a piece of fabric on, yeah. um, then you are not celebrating the body that the fabric is on, you're celebrating the fabric that is hanging on the body. Yeah. And I feel that all bodies should be celebrated. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there are big people mm -hmm. and we are they and we want jeans that can fit our waists and our bottoms and our legs at the same time. I actually think Marilyn Monroe was a 16. I, remember I thought she was a 12. No, I think, I think, I can't remember exactly what size she was, but she was considered plus size. 
Um, and she was also like considered the sexiest woman in the world. And if you go back to the personal hero, you know, there's actually I found um, I think we were was was this when we were in college? I can't remember if I saw it with you through Gary, our lecturer in college, or um, if I found it myself. But it was like these, um, you know how they used to have the pinup girls. But it was mm-hmm. a, there's, I think her name's Vera. I might be mistaken, but she's a plus size pinup girl, and oh my god, oh, she is yeah, fantastic. I do know her. Um, she's I will find it and I will link it. But it's uh, yeah, you know, and that that sort of it. In the fifties, the fifties particularly, I think there was a lot of focus on corsets and stuff, but plus size women mm. were actually catered for in a lot of patterns and shapes and things, whereas nowadays, you know, they'll be like, oh, it's plus size, but it's like your legs won't fit in it. I've not got the fattest legs in the world, but a lot of trousers I kind of go on. Um, Even when I was scarier, I couldn't get trouser Mm -hmm. legs on my legs, you know. Because the thing that isn't taken into consideration is no matter what size your body is, your body still has a type, as in you could be an hourglass or an apple-shaped person, Mm -hmm. or you could be a rectangle, or you could be a pear, or you could be Mm -hmm. top-heavy. There are all these body types, and what clothes don't have written on them is what body type they have been designed for. And so you go to put your legs in a pair of, shall we say, jeans, that are made for maybe an apple-bodied woman Mm -hmm. who has a rounder middle and thinner legs. And you are an hourglass and you have big hips and evenly sized legs, shall we say. Mm -hmm. You taper from the top to the bottom. um, And a thinner weight. And you can't... And a thinner waist and you can't fit in that because the waistline is far too wide and hangs off you. But the the legs are far too thin. Yeah, and the bum and the legs are far too thin. And so you stand there and think, I'm in a shop for a plus-size woman mm-hmm. and I can't fit into anything. What kind of freak am I? Yeah. yeah. And then you have to get stuff tailored. Which is another Which who on earth has the time, money or inclination for that? I know. Not me. And also, me. they cut things. But like, the cold the shoulder with- thing, right? Right? Uh-huh. It annoys me because I love a cold shoulder. But I feel that they go, you're fat, so you have to have a cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. Cause it almost, because it almost, especially last summer, pretty much everything plus size was, was cold, cold shoulder. shoulder. And it's like, is that because it was you're a plus trend size? in design. Like, is that your little bit of skin design. you're showing? I mean, yeah. But I think that the it was a trend in design at the time. But I think the effect that it's supposed to have is to narrow your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, here's the bit of, I mean, if you're a white woman, here's the bit of pale shoulder mm-hmm. and you can't, but then here's the top and it kind of skiffs over it. So it looks like your shoulder ends a lot sooner than it does mm-hmm. um, because of the contrast. The problem I think with, and I'm going to, call out yours clothing specifically as mm, much as I love them mm. and have purchased things from them in the past. Indeed. Have a, a real issue with the cut, especially of t-shirts. Oh. 
I am an hourglass figure, uh-huh. um, which means that I have a waist and boobs and hips mm-hmm. all separate from each other. What a concept. And when mm-hmm. I go into a plus sized clothing shop to try and find something that fits my boobs, that is not an issue. However, I put it on and it's like wearing a bleeding bin bag. It is, yeah. And it makes me look 85 times fatter than I actually am. Yeah. Because it's hanging off the front of me and it's skimming over my naturally indented waist Mm -hmm. and over my naturally flared hips and making it look like I am just that size all over, like I'm a big plodding cylinder of woman. Yeah. And there's no indentation Mm -hmm. and it's quite it's weirdly rare to find something that is made for a plus size woman Mm -hmm. that also shows her shape because I understand if you want to hide I understand the inclination to want to hide your body especially if you've been told that it is not the right kind of body which is bleeding nonsense yeah but surely if you own a plus size clothing shop for plus size women, you are trying to celebrate the shape of their body rather than hide it with a big fat A line bin bag. Yeah. Yeah. Because even me, I mean, I'm pear shaped, I would say. I think. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you there. I think I'm pear shaped. Except I'm a bit top heavy, but then I've had two kids and I've breastfed two kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, That's biologically makes sense mm, yeah because none of the other women in my family are, are big chested but I, I i always was um but i'm more pear-shaped than anything else because i don't have like a deep, deep waist like you've got a deep waist mm-hmm. i don't have a deep waist i'm more um for want of a better term sport body shaped and yeah. that I, I have a slight taper to the waist but i'm i'm not straight up and down it's hard to describe. Um, You're a pear shaped. I'm pear shaped, basically. But even mm. then, like I find that t-shirts and they're sort of loose in the middle, but they're tight round my waist. Yeah. Um. So instead of wearing a bit a bin bag, it, on me it looks like I'm wearing a bin bag with a drawstring that's tightened round my waist. So yeah, it's too tight, but it's too Which loose. Which isn't flattering. Uh huh. Yeah. What it should, what you would want it to do for that kind of body shape is kind of cup the boob area mm-hmm. in order to be like, look, these are boobs. Yes. And then kind of cling to the stomach a little bit and then flare yes. it near the waist or like, you know, cling a little bit and mm-hmm. then skiff over. We should design so clothes. So you're giving the effective shape. <laughs> we should specifically we should design do. clothes and just label them with fruit. <laughs> you know. That's brilliant. Or a symbol. A symbol, yeah. A, fruit, a fruity symbol. There's no hourglass shaped fruit. Indeed. Do you not think so that they also charge far too much? Because it's like, oh no, oh, we're Lord. using more fabric. Yeah, but it's cheaper rubbish fabric. So why are you charging us more? Yeah, these are the you main know? issues. So, the, I mean, it's one of the. I almost feel oppressed when I walk into a plus size mm-hmm. shop. Because I'm a size 60, mm-hmm. and therefore, um, you know. I do apologise for the but, very deep um, um, leather sounds behind me, but um, I, I have back issues, and also I am um, very uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm shifting no, about back and forward, so I'll apologise in advance. Next time, I'll be sitting in a kitchen chair, and you'll not hear me moving. <laughs> 
Sorry to cut you off there, Holly. <laughs> so, it's all right, dear. Uh, another key issue with plus-size clothing is that when you walk into a plus-size clothing store, if you have sensitive eyes, you are likely to be blinded by the horrendous oh, array God. of candy-coloured patterns. Uh-huh. Massive. It's like it's someone, not, not delicate. It's like, no, no, no. Like acid bright colours. Paisley on in your face. Super black background. Oh Paisley. <laughs> um oh, and it's all it's never like nice purple paisley. It's like offensive orange blue and yellow. I, mean, I like and orange. And orange paisley. I like orange. But I, orange on pink or something like that. It's like it's always yeah. it's almost like they're trying to say Look at me, look at me, I am here. And don't look at me because I hurt your eyes at the same time. Don't look at it's the rolls, look at the pattern. Yeah. I feel. It's, a, it's mildly offensive. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I want to wear, you know my wardrobe, Karen. Yeah. I want to wear something cute and okay. appealing and pastel and pretty. And I'm instead presented with these, um, like, just I, I'm going to say the word offensive again offensively bright large blocky patterns yeah. that are just reminiscent of seats on an old bus oh yeah it's, that's exact that is exactly it, exactly it I'm uh-huh. cutting a boot dressed like a bus from 1986 or a carpet or a carpet or an 80s carpet mm-hmm. A theatre, the carpets that you get in the cinemas and bowling alleys, that's what yeah, plus-sized absolutely. people have are, are presented with. Where are the pastels? In terms of... And the floaties. And the sheer. There's no pastelness or floatiness or sheerness. What, what, what because happens like, to doing a lovely satiny thing with a sheer thing over the top? Because a plus-sized woman wants to feel delicate as much as any other woman. More than any other woman, I would say. Because we are... They don't present it as great clawed hopping elements, elephants rather, not elements. Um, a lot of us are, but we every one of us feels like it. Exactly, say, you, you know. feel like if you're the biggest person in a room, you notice. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with people who are tall, yeah. and it's the same. I mean, everybody notices the one thing that's different about them um, in a room full of people. Yeah, everyone's got that one thing. Yeah, and plus size women feel like a great honking fairy elephant traipsing about mm-hmm. in Brayhead Shopping Centre trying to find something that looks nice and pretty on them and they go into a clothing store that is meant to be specifically for them and they can't find anything that makes them feel good about themselves mm-hmm. and the one thing that the counts the most expensive are... thing in the shop exactly and the first time and they wash the... it it bobbles yes the cuts are created to hide every single bit of their body that they can yeah um Rather, the shapes of them are meant to do that. The cuts are meant to... There's no showing off of the body, and I don't believe in walking around wearing next to nothing, but if that's your thing, please go for it and don't let me stop you. But it's never a flattering neckline or, like, a nice... It's always, like, like those stupid plus-size swimming costumes where they're like, you need to wear leggings in a pool. Oh, my God, what a dress. 
to cover up your big fat legs yeah. and your dress to cover up your big fat tummy and yeah. I understand if you're insecure and you want to wear that and that should be given as an option but it should not be given as the only option exactly. because I want to look nice yeah. in a swimming costume because I don't feel nice in a swimming costume but if you present me with something that's so lovely and pretty that I can't help but buy it mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a beach and feel good about myself because look at me I'm wearing this really cute frilly bikini thing that I thought was so adorable and it has like it's all like pink and it has white lace yeah and I'm gonna get so excited that I'm gonna be too busy being excited about how pretty this makes me feel Mm -hmm. to think about how ugly I think I am Mm -hmm. yeah rant over or maybe it's not (laughs) (laughs) Uh I was waiting till you finished so that I could say a thing and I forgot it now Oh, I'm sorry. No, don't sorry. It bothers me. Flew out of my head. <laughs> the coverage element bothers me because. Oh, remember. You see shorts. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm fine. I'll, I will remember this time. Okay. <laughs> um, the coverage element is something that bothers me because you see shorts that are made for plus size women, and they're always that really awkward length that. It looks like those safari expedition shorts that oh people used to wear in films in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like I'm gonna look like somebody's dad at a barbecue and that's really not the aesthetic <laughs> I'm going for here, babe. Absolutely. Or the far to, too short. I'm wear like shorts. Far, far too short. And you're like, and my like, butt cheeks are hanging out. Off. And I know some people might like that, but I don't. <laughs> it's like we need to could we perhaps strike a balance between dad at a barbecue board shorts and like sitting in the seam of my thighs yeah. where I don't really want it to sit yeah. because that's uncomfortable and sweaty at the best of times mm. and I don't really want to show people the tops of my thighs mm-hmm. like leave something to the imagination um <laughs> but yeah it seems to be that they want to cover up like an awkward amount of skin mm-hmm. because they think that I shouldn't have it out and even like the t-shirts are always a little bit long so that all of the bingo wing is concealed and I'm like do you know what I wasn't thinking about my bingo wings but now that you've pointed it out mm-hmm. <laughs> now that you've pointed it out I'm worried about it and I'm thinking maybe I should wear a shirt that covers my bingo wings mm-hmm. anyway your point um I don't think it really matters anymore really I was just going to talk about you were talking about insecurities and what I mean like I I two years ago I was a 12 and I'm kind of kind of struggling the now because I'm through my back being bad, um, because I found out last year. Was it last year? A year and a half ago ish that I've got a um, compression fracture in my spine and I've got a spinal displacement in my lower back, which is putting pressure on the two nerves that run to my legs. So I've been uh, dealing with a lot of pain and dealing with a lot of um, mobility kind of issues. So obviously the medication that I've been on piles the weight on. So I've gone from, I mean, I like I, I from the last time we were talking, like I'd, I'd escaped my um, abusive relationship. And at, at the time um, I had had, that sort of an eating, eating issue, as 
eating disorder type thing and I'd end up, ended up going from like a size 24, 26 to a size 12 in like the space of a summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm back at a 20 currently and it's doing the most horrible things to my head right now. And this is where we come to this plus size clothing because it just makes you feel that much worse. It is so and weirder. It's almost it almost encourages you to feel guilty for being offensive to other people's eyes. You know? Yes. It's like what you want from a plus sized clothing shop is the kind of things that you see in regular shops that don't fit you right because you're shaped differently. Yeah to be put into a format where you can wear them and think this is what I saw in that other shop, this really pretty dress or this really pretty skirt or this really cute pair of jeans or whatever is here, made for my body and I can fit it and feel good about myself because look how cute I am. And it's quality, like everybody else's clothes. Yes, and you're presented with things that are, it's almost like having a tattoo on your forehead that says I'm fat, look at me. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not a cute pattern, it's this ugly bus seat issue, and <laughs> it's not a nice, flattering cut, it's this. It's a bin bag, or it's yeah. too small for you in some areas and too big for you in others, yeah. or it's like, all like you look like you're weighed in spandex because it's just made to be stretchy so that it fits all body sizes. Yeah, it's just and it doesn't too stretchy and obvious, and then it still bags out in weird ways, and then you wash it once and it's bobbly and the seams are coming undone because it's poorly made and it's made of cheap materials because a company has looked at your body and said we could cover it if we just got something cheap rather than making something of quality and then we'll mark it up because they're not expecting to go anywhere and get this so we can make it from cheap materials and provide a supply for the demand that there is and women will gobble it up because they have no other option to buy clothes yeah nobody wants to wear clothes like that people want to pick up things that make them feel pretty and are statements for their wardrobe Mm -hmm. and the pricing element is so annoying you go into a shop and they're like that'll be 25 quid for a t-shirt that you hate i know right and you're like why would i pay 25 pounds for this nonsense why would i pay 25 pounds for any t-shirt exactly it's a Mm t-shirt yeah if i really wanted that like i could buy the fabric and make myself a t-shirt for less money than and it would be better fabric and it would fit you and it would be better fabric and it would fit me better and it would be better quality stitching Mm -hmm. and putting together and it would not die the minute i put it in the laundry Mm -hmm. and then there's this issue of representation in online websites Uh and in the catalogs that they send to your house yeah um and in everything that you see, a quote-unquote plus-size model, and I say that with deep inverted commas, uh-huh. um, who is a size 12, 14 at the most. Yeah. Now, I'm a size 16, mm-hmm. which isn't, I grant you, enormous. No, And yet, not. I still feel deeply offended by this because if they can't even reach my smaller end of the plus-sized slash BBW spectrum mm-hmm. with their marketing... Who's to say that they can reach anybody else who's a lot bigger than me? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I feel kind of 
Sorry, go. Um, I want to see people who are bigger than me present in the clothes. Yeah. And I want to see people of all colours present in the clothes because the fact that they can only be bothered to collect women um, of a smaller size than me and of an only one... Um, shade. Shade. As, you know, only the same shade as me and only in a smaller size tells me that they have no faith in their own product. Yeah. Because they don't believe it can make big women look pretty. They believe it can make the smallest spectrum of big, quote unquote, big women, which I don't believe if you're a 12 or a 14, you even count exactly. as, look pretty. Yeah. They're just saying, we're still doing the thing where we hang a it's shape it. off of a frame. Mm. And we're going to expect you to just deal with that. Yeah. I said Benji there, by the way, because I expected Holly to... Um, comment on the the bin bag on on the bigger person, forgetting that she was actually talking about the tiny skinny model. Yes. <laughs> so the fact that they can only see, the fact that they see a size twelve as a plus size in the first place mm-hmm. is ridiculous. That's because true. that's not a plus size. No. That's not even a big size. No. No. I think the smallest a model, a plus size model, quote unquote, should be able to be is my size, which is a 16. I think anything below that, you're not plus size. No. You're just a shape. Yeah. And anything above that, you are plus size, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even though I think that that's a vague term, depending on the I don't really think rate. there should be plus sizes. I think there should just be sizes. There should be just sizes. Yeah. The thing that isn't that doesn't fit is that things are designed for people who are too small to have an exaggerated shape Mm. because they don't have enough fat on them to make a shape yeah and like people can still be blessed with assets no matter what size they are yeah but if you've got like 0.1 percent body fat you're only going to show that much Mm. when you're wearing clothes you know so and you know what's irritating as well is that they're now starting mm. to have like models and the shop mannequins and that, like in wheelchairs and stuff. Mm. But it's just still, like, if you if you can have a, a wheelchair mannequin, why can't you have a plus size mannequin? Yeah. Why can't you have a size 18 mannequin? Mm. A size 20 mannequin? A size 16 mannequin, even. Like, <laughs> I mean, I give yours clothing that much. They do have size 16 mannequins in their shops. Um, actually, I think they might be size fourteen. Uh, I think they're but that's twelve or fourteen. And and the Livingston one, I don't think they're sixteen. Haven't been there in a while, right? We're right enough, so don't quote me on that. But last time I was there, they were pretty wee. Mm. But at least they're bigger than the ones you see in MS yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But. And it's like the fact that you have to say at least at all is a bit annoying. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. at least they're doing. At least they're trying. No, I'm like, no, you should be no. succeeding. Yes, yes. No. The thing with quote unquote normal clothes shops is that they create an idea with, um, they create a design with the idea that only someone who's a size six will ever wear it. Mm-hmm. So it can be whatever shape they want because if you are, again, if you are a coat hanger, everything's going to look good hanging off of you mm-hmm. because it's just going to look good how it is on a coat hanger in general. Yeah. Do you know um, what? There's only one brand that I can actually think of that succeeds in both plus-size marketing and quality clothes made for plus-sizes, and that is Fabletics. 
That's the only one because you see more plus size models modeling fabletics than you see average size models. Um, yes, and they and which tells me that they're a good quality brand and they're not afraid to show mm-hmm. they know and believe in the quality and mm-hmm. shaping and cut and design of their product yeah. enough to let it be seen on any size of person yeah. and any shade of person. Yes. Exactly. So that's the only but one if I you can don't show me a spectrum. You know, just now. If you don't show me a spectrum, I don't believe that your clothing can be applicable to a spectrum. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> My dog sneezed. She said I heard her. God bless you. Matthew would be saying, bless you, me. What a beautiful segue. We have a game to play. We do. Thank you for listening to our topic of the week. Exactly. Uh, we are now going to play a game of which... Of which... Which we have devised. Yes. Um, the game is called. It's a wrong guess, but it's a, but a good, good guess. Q theme song. Yeah. We'll figure that out. We might have to cut the singing part. <laughs> if it doesn't match at all, then it's going to sound a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of the game, it's a wrong guess, but it's a good guess, yeah. is to make as ro- many wrong guesses as possible mm-hmm. before getting it right, or to make your um, opponent take as many wrong guesses as possible before getting it right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give Karen three attributes of a person, an animal, or a thing, and they are going to be as vague as possible mm-hmm. so that she guesses as many wrong answers as possible before getting it right. When she gets it right, the turn is over. So for example, what was the example that we had? Um, um, the we comedian one comedian. last night that we happened upon. Yeah. Yes. So this game was the born. Attributes were, <laughs> yes. Um, the attributes were that he had brown hair, mm-hmm. he was a comedian, and he had big teeth. Yes. And you said. They were both John, Johns, funnily enough. Bishop. They were both Johns. I was talking about John Mullaney. And I was and She said she thought she knew who I meant. And um, she, you guessed John Bishop and someone else. Mm. Um, and that would have meant that I got two points for being big. Um, so we're going to play now. Uh, I think I'll go first, okay, if that's go. okay. Yeah, of course. So, Karen. Yes. It's an animal. Okay. I'm giving you the category. Okay. It's its three attributes are... Okay. It's a mammal. Right. It has horns. Okay. And it has cloven feet. A gazelle. No. Okay. One point for me. Um... Cloven feet, horns, a cow. No. A sheep. Yes. So I get two points. Hey. <laughs> For it was a sheep. Well, a ram. I was going to say fluffy really. and then it was. Yes. Well, a ram. Cool. But that's true of cows as well. Mm, Only the male cow. Not, oh, no, the female well, cows have horns too. Some of them. I think it depends on the breed. It does. Yay. Okay. okay. So. Now it's your turn. My first one is a thing. It's a thing? Yes. Okay. What are its attributes, darling? It goes up and down. It goes up and down. It's mostly seen bearing its teeth. It's mostly seen bearing its teeth. And it remains within a circle. Remains within a circle. I can't think of anything that that could be. <laughs> 
Is it Fable? Well, Fable's not a thing. No, she's not. It bears its teeth. Yes. And it goes round and round. It has teeth, but it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It goes up and down, bears its teeth, and it goes round and round. It goes round and round. This is really easy. Is, is it a zip? A what? A zip. No. One point to me. But zips have teeth. Yes, one point to you. Don't worry. I've got them on the little tally. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes up and down. Mm-hmm. It bears its teeth. This is like a bleeding riddle. <laughs> um, and it and it goes round and is, is it goes round and round. That it goes. How can it? How can it go up and down and round and round? I've no it idea. does up and down and round and round at the same time. Yep. I'm trying to envision that. Helter skelters. <laughs> no. <laughs> Helter skelters don't have teeth, so you don't get. They don't have that. teeth. Um, no. I can't bleed and imagine what has teeth and goes up and down and around and around at the same time. I'm trying to think of things that have teeth. Are you? Is it a living thing? No, it's a thing thing. Okay, I thought you might have gone on a technicality and it was like a fish. <laughs> um... I'm going to have another guest to try and get you another point so that we're even Stevens, but I honestly can't think of anything. Okay. I'm really stuck on it being a zip. Okay. I know it's not. You can't think of anything, anything at all? No. You're going to say it and I'm going to kick myself, but... um. Just tell me when you would like me to. Ugh, do you know what? Do I'm I get not? a point for having to tell you? Yes. Okay. It's a merry-go-round horse. It's a merry-go-round. It's a merry-go. How does it have? T- oh, I guess because it's flat. And they bear their they're teeth. always they're always bearing their teeth. Yeah, they always have their teeth out. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I just never would have conceptualized that. Mm-hmm. I never. But would I had a picture and okay, photos so- of that, so I was like, oh. oh. You see. <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> okay, so my second one. Okay, so technically it's one nil to me because you didn't get it. Well, no, we have two points each. That's true, but you didn't get it. Because you guessed two wrong answers. Do I get two points? And I guessed one wrong answer and you, you had to tell me. It. You know what, yeah. Because if, you ha- if I have generous. to tell you... Then it's two points. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that sounds currently fair. Currently, it's one. Point. Um. Yeah. Well, it's three to two. Yeah. Three to you, two to me. Yeah. Okay. So my second thing is a thing. Okay. Cool. It's a container. Okay. It's hard. Okay. And it's natural. A container that's hard and natural. Mm-hmm. Well, that could be lots of things. Indeed. That's why it's so bleeding good. A well. No. Okay. Point to me. A pond. 
No. No. A natural container. Um. I was really chuffed when I came up with this. The world. <laughs> no. Although that would be clever. Um, it would have been, but I wasn't that clever. I'm probably not going to get this, so we'll be back to Well, you'll be, you're winning now anyway, so. Um, <laughs> a natural container. See, I don't know if it's man-made or if it's naturally made, because a natural container could be natural materials that are man-made. Or it could be naturally made. So okay. that makes... I could give you a clue. Well, that's not very fair, is it really? Well, you told Unless, me when I asked questions. No, I didn't. I just said no. Okay. When you guessed. If, uh, if you give me a clue, you get an extra half point, I think. Okay, are you wanting to go for that? Give me one clue. It is naturally made, not made of natural materials. Okay, cool. Half point. A cave. No. Are you still there? Um, I'm still here. I am thinking with my brain hole. It's okay. He just froze for a second. Oh, wait, like, a person. Oh, no. <laughs> or a person. Persons are not things, I suppose. But that's a... No, oh, wait, so you I'm said it was it. hard. I'm forgetting it's hard. Um, an egg. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guessed it, though. It's an egg. I got it, though. That's clever. I'm well so done. proud of you. That was really good. Yay! Thank you. Okay. So I now have six and a half points and you have three. You are either going to get this immediately. So I, you could win this still. You're either going to get this immediately or not get or it. Or not at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm prepped. This is kind of cross topic, but I'm going to say it's a, it's a person. Okay. Right. It's a person. Yeah, they know things, but they don't. Okay. They they know so things. So one thing about them, but they don't. They know things, but they don't. They usually have to be asked repeatedly to do stuff, and they never seem to hear you, but they're always listening. Is it an Aspie person? No. Although, although you would you would be forgiven for thinking so. <laughs> it's not specifically Anna. Uh, I think what you mean is it's a wrong guess, but it's a good guess. It's a wrong <laughs> guess, but it's a good guess indeed. So they're a person. They know things, but they don't. They have to be asked repeatedly to do things, and they never hear you, but they're always listening. Mm-hmm. They never see you. Hear you. But they're always listening. Mm-hmm. A gossip. No. A, a husband. Guess, but it's a good guess. 
<laughs> what was the first thing you said after gossip? A husband. It's a wrong guess, but it's a good guess. We should have been saying that. That was slightly all sexist along. of me. <laughs> I know, I'm afraid. Um, I dropped the ball on that. So it's not a husband. I'm sorry to any husbands I may have offended. I didn't mean it. Um, just playing into a stereotype, babes. <laughs> oh, you have now got six points. Ooh. How many have you got? So even if I ask you to tell me what it is, you win. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, I can't think. It's dead easy. Person, you're so excited that you're going to win. I am, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've really not got it now, you're never going to get it. All right, just tell me then, and you've won. Alexa. <gasps> oh! <laughs> That's why I said it's a bit cross But you topic. can't say it is a person. Right. Well, tell you what, I'll just take one you point. You could have said a thing in I'll a just person. take one point then. That's that's two. I'll just take one point because... You still win with seven points. Yeah. Okay, you still win with seven points to my six and a half. That was a really good one. Okay, like so that. everybody give Cadden a round of applause. Yay! For yay, the yay I'll give myself a good We're planning on playing it every week. Exactly. Because it's... If you have oh, any maybe. suggestions for it's a wrong guess but it's a good guess topics mm-hmm. or questions, Feel please, please, please send them to our separate Instagrams. Yes. Direct message them um, to our separate, separate Instagrams. Indeed. So that we both don't see it. Yes. Um, you can find me at Holly Jollyfish designs and or rather holly jollyfish underscore designs or holly jollyfish underscore sketches and you can find Caden at thistly, thistly roses. roses okay it's probably easier Great. just to do that one at thistly yes, roses because i'm changing the name of the other one i haven't decided what that is yet so. yes i was gonna say because i remember you having a long conversation with me about yes. branding yeah. um okay um so this is the part of the podcast where we would either talk about um, questions that listeners had sent in mm-hmm. that we quite fancied answering, or where we would have a guest. Yeah. But because it's the first show, well, we have neither of those things. For the whole thing, Holly, though. Indeed, but this is where we would ask the guest mm-hmm. questions yeah. and do a small interview. It would be the specific slot to do the speak. Yes, <laughs> and if you had questions for the guest and you knew that we had a guest and you knew who the guest was, you could ask them mm-hmm. in this section. But because it's the first show, we don't have any of that lined up. Yeah. We are instead going to skip straight to the part where we talk about what is coming up next yeah. on the Basically Creative YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, so this podcast should be coming out on Saturday the 19th mm-hmm. of September, um, all going well yeah. and all elements having been edited and put together. And We basically plan to have... The, the podcast um, weekly and Saturdays. Um, that's mm-hmm. that's what we're going to attempt to do. Um, always have them yes. on the same day. So, on the Saturday. if you're listening to this on Saturday, the 19th of September, in the year of our Lord 2020, <laughs> you're in luck because. Um, that's, that's so fashion toy. <laughs> I'm so old-fashioned. Have you not noticed? Um, in a mere one, two, three, four, four days' time, 
on Wednesday the 23rd, mm-hmm. we will be uploading our What's on My iPad video, yeah. um, which will involve both of our iPads because yeah. we both use iPads for a lot of our creative stuff. And we will be walking you through the apps that we use for entertainment and for creativity and for gaming and for all that mm-hmm. stuff, uh, which we're very excited about because... Yeah, it's, it's the start of the new term as well. It's um, sort of going to be mm-hmm. quite useful for like you, the apps that you specifically use for illustration, the apps I would specifically mm-hmm. use for like 3D rendering and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about the pros and cons of whatever app that we use for this and whatever app that we use for that. Yeah. And it's going to be very fun. Um, we talk about apps between us a lot because uh-huh. we're constantly trying new things creatively. Um, and so we share that information a lot, which means we have quite a backlog uh, to run through. Mm-hmm. We're excited for that video. And then the Saturday after, which is, let me pop up my calendar, <laughs> the 26th of September, yeah. we will be uploading another podcast and we will tell you in the what's um, on my iPad video um, what that will be about. Yeah. Um, but we plan to do it this way where we'll tell you what's happening in the video on the podcast and we'll tell you what's happening on the podcast in the video. Yeah, because if we go too far ahead, the chances are we'll change our minds and we don't want to sort of like be like, oh, we're going to talk about Christmas cards. And then we're like, hey, let's talk about um, birds or something like yes. totally not involved. You know, it's it's one of those. We're liable to get a little bit ahead. Yes. We're liable to get excited about a different topic. Yeah. yeah. And want to use that as the topic for the show. Yeah. Um, so. That's all we have to say, I think. Yeah. I think we're pretty much over it. Do you know what? We've really enjoyed doing this. Thank you for listening to our show. Absolutely. If you made it this far, we're so grateful. Thank you for coming. 700 um, points for making it to the end of this. Ridiculously long. (laughs) It's not really ridiculously long, but it's long. Like, we're like, yes, we'll do it for an hour. An hour and 40 minutes later. (laughs) Well, I remember saying that um, we would say we would do it for an hour. But it probably would extend. You absolutely did say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we aimed for an hour and we got an hour and 40 minutes. 40 minutes. But anyway, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to support us mm-hmm. through our three year hiatus. We really appreciate it. it yeah. And we're glad to be back. Yeah. So I think it's time to do the outro, Cass. I think it is. Anyway, I have been Holly. I have been Karen. This has been Desmond the Bee, and we, we have, have been, been basically creative. creative. Bye. Bye.